DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. It's time to talk BYU football with the former Cougar linebacker, Brian Keel, part of the Red and the Blue, every Friday here with DJ and PK. He joins us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Brian, good morning. Good morning, fellas. How confident are you right now? How nervous are you right now? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Oh, man, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's two ways to look at it. I mean, my initial thought was, well, maybe they're really bad um, to lose to, to Georgia State, which is, you know, bodes well for us. The other thought is maybe they're really mad and they're going to give us the best game. So I don't know. I Hopefully it's the latter or, or, or the prior, I mean, because that's what we need right now. We need We need a W. Yeah, I'm thinking that it's going to cause some uh, opportunity to really focus in on more than what they had. And what remains to be seen, I think that no matter what Tennessee does, BYU has to play well in order to win. So Georgia State had to play well in order to win. So most likely, unless you have a gross mismatch, you have to play well in order to win. So that really doesn't change for the Cougars. Uh, Based on what you saw last week, what's your level of confidence that the Cougars will play well. So, yeah, play well and play smart. Those are two different things, and they're both important. Um, I thought we played well against Utah. We did not play smart. We had a couple really critical mistakes um, that really just got the game out of hand um, in, in, the, in the end of the – started in the second quarter, but really the second half. Um, up until that point, you know, we played we played well and we we competed against a team with with better players than us, and um, and then it got out of hand. And, and a lot of those a lot of those mistakes were, were self inflicted. You know, when, when you have when you have a team third and twenty six or whatever it was, and you bail them out with a, a stupid face mask penalty. Like, I mean, just just idiotic things like that that you just you just can't do that. Just situational football, and then. You know, Utah goes down and ends up scoring on that drive, um, and, and you're off the. It's third and twenty six. I mean, you're you're off the field. It's just just dumb things like that. Um, the turnovers were were unfortunate, and and I get it. You know, I thought Wilson played really well considering how much pressure he was he was getting, um, but you know, he kind of felt like he was trying to force it there because um, we were down. And but in, in general, I, I like the team. I, I'd like to see more carries. Um, for Williams, I think he's a really good back just from the limited action we saw. And I'm, 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 I would say I'm optimistic, confident, not yet, but optimistic. So you mentioned you'd like to see more carries. Georgia State ran for over 200 yards, and I think the numbers were even better because you got to take sack yardage out in college football. So maybe they ran for you know 230 or something like that. That's a lot of yards, but do you think if BYU doesn't have immediate success, if they got to you know, wear down Tennessee a little bit and all that stuff, do you think they'll stick with Tyson Williams based on regret of only giving him seven carries in the first game and the fact that they saw Tennessee uh, really get dominated in the second half? Yeah, I mean, the biggest uh, – we made a lot of mistakes a week ago. I think, honestly, the biggest one was only giving him the ball three times in the first half. And then four times in the second half. Um, who knows what the game looks like if he gets more carries? He, from the limited action he had, he looks like a really good back. I was impressed with him. Um, good vision, you know, strong, quick, good burst. Uh, it was effective every time he got the ball. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him 
to get you know get a get a good workload. You know, maybe twenty carries, something like in that range. You know, eighteen, twenty carries. I don't, I don't want to you know thirty thirty carries. I don't think we're we're at that. I, I like to. I think Zach's really good. I want to see him throw the ball, but a little bit more balance. We I think we threw the ball too much. I think most people would agree with me a week ago. But yeah, I mean, you know, if that's the key or a key to to beating these guys, you know, they Georgia State showed that blueprint last week, then. Um, you know, you could go try to replicate it. but You spoke of how Utah has better players, and I don't think anybody would argue, particularly this year, Utah looks like it's going to have its best team since they've been in the conference. But how would you assess the overall talent level of BYU? I think, so So there, there's two different things. I think I've said this on the air before, I can't remember. I've, I've been in all sorts of disputes on Twitter with people about this, um, which is fun for me. Um, so talent and athleticism are two different things. Um, so um, Utah is way more athletic than us. Tennessee is going to be way more athletic than us. Um, talent is different. They're similar, but they're different. Um, I think BYU, I, we are talented. Um, and a lot of times we have talented players who aren't as athletic. Um, and you know the casual observer might be listening to me right now and think I'm speaking nonsense, but you know there, there's similar things, but they're different. You know, athleticism is the ability to run fast, jump high, be strong, change direction. You know, that's athleticism. You know, it's measurable. Talent is not necessarily measurable. You could be really good at football and not be athletic, and you could be really athletic and not good at football. Um, so for BYU, I think I think our team is talented. You know, we're not we're not as talented as as, a, as the average SEC team. Um, and Utah has outpaced us in the last the last ten years, especially since they've joined the, the Pac-12. But the talent the talent's pretty close, especially with our ones. Um, you know, definitely drops off after after our ones. We do not even have close to the depth uh, of these of these T5 schools. Um, but you know, we have some good football players. At our ones, the, the what hurts us is that athleticism, which a lot of a big factor. It's not athleticism isn't all speed, but speed is a big factor of it. Is we don't we don't have the speed. You know, we have good football players, but they're typically not as fast as some of the football players on these other teams. And so what that means is we have we don't have the the room for error, the margin for error that they do. We have to play smarter. We have to play more cautious and more careful. And we're we're generally this isn't you know an absolute, but generally not as potent not as dangerous because we don't have that speed. You know, speed kills. Does Bushman give the offense an advantage where you've got a combination of that athleticism, you got size certainly, and you got some talent. Is that a matchup that BYU can exploit? Yeah, I, I really like him. Um, he's another guy who I think underutilized. Um, great, great football player. Um, I think, I think he, he, he every, every time he gets the ball, he – he seems or gets the ball thrown to him. He seems to do good things. He he catches it well. He he runs well. He, um, so yeah, I, I think I think that's that's an area of of strength for our team that we need to utilize. I think he's been underutilized. I'm sure you know Kyle Van Noy. Both of you played linebacker BYU. Both of you played in the NFL. He's still playing. He's been vocal on Twitter 
And I'm going to read you something that he, he put out on Twitter and get your response to it. Uh, leadership needs to be accountable. Give the players and the coaches the resources to be great. Don't be trying to eat with the big boys. And then the bill comes and you want to be cheap. Step up leadership and you know who you are. What's your reaction as far as BYU providing the resources for this program to be successful? Oh, man, that's vintage Kyle right It there. really is, um, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. I, I understand what he's saying there, and I, and I generally don't disagree with him. Um, I don't know the details of all that goes on at BYU with the higher-ups, the brass, the decision-makers. Uh, uh, there's certain, you know, and, and none of us do that, that aren't in the circle there. We don't know the details. What we do know is, you know, college football is a, is a major economic driver. It, it produces a ton of money, and it takes money to produce in college football. And, you know, our budget, I don't know exactly what our budget is. Uh, you know, I, I know that these P5 schools' budgets have skyrocketed as the brand of college football has just blown up over the last several, you know, years in the last decade. And, you know, in a sense, you know, we're kind of getting left in the dust. Um, our co- I know our coaches aren't paid as like other coaches at, at P5 schools. And, and you know, I, don't, I know we don't spend as much money on recruiting and, and facilities. It's just all these things that add up. Um, is, is, is that, you know, the, the sum of all of our issues? No, but I, I think it is an issue. And so back to BYU, well, what can we do? You know, we've been trying to get the P5. That's been unsuccessful. That would help us. That would give us more money, give us more, more resources. And in terms of the, the institution, um, the way I understand it, and again, I'm not in no circle, so I don't, know, I don't know the details, but the way I understand it is the athletic department is completely independent financially from BYU in that all of its funding comes from ticket sales, merchandise, and then boosters and donations that the university doesn't contribute at all that's that's the way i understand it i don't know if that's true or not that's that's what my understanding is um could they change that is that something they want to look at i i think you know i don't want to speak for kyle but what he's alluding to there is there are resources available that aren't being allocated to the to this program and if they want to eat with the big boys as he says then they need to make that decision and um i don't i don't disagree with him i think he's got a valid point there you think anything's changing anytime soon, or is this uh, two XBOU football players who are frustrated with uh, you know eleven and sixteen over the last two plus seasons? Um, yeah, so I um, it's BYU, so change is definitely <laughs> not super fast. Um, I mean, we've talked about the honor code before. I think that there's adjustments in the honor code that that need to be made that would. You know, just not even <clears throat> sports aside, just for the institution. Um, there's, you know, I think that needs to happen just for the institution. But those changes, I think, that I think should happen would help the athletic department, specifically football and basketball, um, more than any other sport, but, you know, specifically those sports. Um, so, you know, there's changes there that could be made. And, and will they make the, the money changes and start putting the – I don't know. It just kind of depends on what they want out of their athletic program. And, you know, it's just, it's hard to forecast. Uh, the, the simple solution is if we could just get the P5, yeah. you know, and if the Big 12 
was would have been I mean just would have made so much sense on so many different levels but you know we don't we don't make those decisions we just we can only do what we can do I think they're in a difficult position, the proverbial rock in a hard place when it comes to scheduling. Tom Homo, when he was speaking at the Education Week at the end of last month, he said, you know, if you want 10 wins, I can give you 10 wins, basically guaranteeing you. So it's obvious as an independent, you can you, you schedule your own games. So he can schedule way many more wins. Almost like, and maybe it's actually akin to exactly what you had when you're in a whack in Mountain West, because BYU was better historically than CSU, Wyoming, Vegas, New Mexico, uh, most of the time San Diego State, the Aztecs got it going on now. Uh, so they had five, six wins built in. But now that they're an independent, you can't be all-conference as a player, obviously. So you as a player... What would you prefer? Because you can have this name schedule, which means you're probably going to have more losses as opposed to playing, even though you're not in a conference, you can still play a Mountain West type schedule and schedule these teams to have more wins, but they wouldn't be glamour wins. So they're in a hard spot there. As a player, you're coming out of Brighton now and they don't have a conference. What's attracting you to BYU schedule-wise? So it's hard to speak um, for other people. I'll try. I can speak for myself, and I'll, I'll try to speak for my teammates who I played with. Um, you know, I started junior and senior year. Um, should have started freshman and sophomore year, but that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> I, so I, I two year starter. As a starter, I went undefeated in conference. Um, never lost a single game to in conference. Uh, you know. Beat Utah twice, beat TCU twice, um, and you know blasted all the rest of the Mountain West Conference. Um, never lost a single time at home, and um, won two conference championships. Now I, it's hard for me to take that experience because it was fantastic, and weigh it against the opportunities that these kids have now. You know, I'm looking at BYU's schedule. I got it on my computer right now. You know, playing, opening up with Utah, Tennessee, USC, and Washington. I, if I'm a if I'm a Brighton High School right now, and BYU comes knocking on my door and they show me that schedule, I want to go play that schedule. Yeah. And for for me, for me as a kid, and I can't speak for other people, you know, but for me, like, yeah, that's alluring. And I would I would have loved to play teams like that when I was at BYU. And um, I don't think I don't think there's any of my teammates. This is where I'll try to speak for them. I don't think there's any of my teammates that wouldn't that would have balked at that schedule, would have shied away from it, would have said, "Hey, Tom Homo, go schedule us ten wins." I don't I don't know that there's you know a teammate on my team in those those years where we were really good that would have said that. I think we would have said, "Bring it on." So they are in a rock you know rock rock in a hard place. It's a tough spot. Um, they'd like to be in a P five. They're not. A lot of people think this answer is for them to go back to to a, a G5 conference, and I disagree with that. I don't think that puts us ahead. But basically, the, my, my thought on that is, recruiting-wise, I don't think there's any kid that is not going to come to BYU because we're in, independent. But if we were in, say, the Mountain West, they are going to come to BYU. I don't think there's any kid in that category. So I don't think it helps us recruiting-wise. How many of you or your teammates, though, would have gone to Utah or one of the Pac-12 schools that would have recruited them really hard had you guys all been, you know, born 10 or 15 years later? 
Because yeah, so it, I think again, it's hard for me to speak. I, you know, I would have, I was, you know, born and raised BYU. I was going there, whatever. Um, for my teammates, it's hard for me to speak for them. And I think, I think just from history, it would suggest that yeah, certainly some of the guys that I played with would have gone to Utah because if you just look over the last several years, there's a couple of guys that, who traditionally would be BYU guys that that didn't go to BYU. They went to Utah. Um, you know, the, the, probably the two biggest ones, you know, like Britton Covey, I mean, probably the best example. Um, <clears throat> just guys like that. Um, they've done that the last couple of years. So, I mean, it, reason would suggest that if the situation was like that, some of my teammates, I don't think a lot, but, you know, you never know. Um, I wouldn't have gone there, but, you know, that's just me. Well, uh, Stanford has about a half dozen return missionaries on their roster, and I got to wonder, you know, 30, 40 years ago, does Lavelle get three of those guys, four of those guys, all six of those guys? Yeah. yeah I mean, in the real glory years, there were a ton of NFL guys on the roster. I mean, they were just all over the place. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing. And, and Stanford, that's a whole other story. Um, you know, I don't fall. I mean, except the education there is just so so unique. You know, anytime they come knocking, I think you got to give them a hard look. So, um, so when they still, when when you know, I use the word steal, like as if these guys belong to us. I mean, of course they don't belong to us. Um, there's kind of that mentality that you know, LDS return missionaries go to BYU, and it doesn't have. They don't have to go to BYU, and I, if they can go wherever they want. Um, yeah, so I, steal's not the right word, but it's kind of how it feels like. But if Stanford steals kids from us, that doesn't that doesn't bother me at all. Like I say, I congratulate them and say go get that education. But yeah, you do, you do a good point. Would Lavelle get some of those guys? Probably. All right, before we let you go, uh, final score. What do you think? What do you expect? Oh man, um, I th- I think we're going to win. I think we're going to bounce back. Um, I think uh, I think we're going to play well, fix some of our dumb mistakes. Um, I don't know, probably something like the the twenty four twenty one range, something like that, 20, 2017, something like that. You know, I don't know. Fingers crossed. We need a W. All right, Brian. We appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, guys.